um, and collaborating with someone that can offer something that you can't and who will support you in your self-development is invaluable. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. It's the third episode of the Authentic Marketing Series, and in this episode, it's all about your community and your network, basically the power of collaboration. Because so far, you looked into who you are and what's important to you, but what about the others? So why collaborate? Collaboration can be seen as the exchange of values and is one of the most powerful things to do in business. When you collaborate with others, you can make use of each other's network and also reach more of your ideal clients than you would do by yourself. But not only that, for sure you can learn from others. Um, and collaborating with someone that can offer something that you can't and who will support you in your self-development is invaluable. And what about your clients? They should be, of course, at the top of your thinking. How can you offer them additional value even though you don't have the capacity or knowledge? Well, exactly by collaborating, but with someone that can. So who to collaborate with? Well, in um, previous mentions, <laughs> I already hinted at some points. The main thing is that you collaborate with people or companies that give additional value to you and your clients. So maybe you are also working on a project that scares you a little because it's too much work and you cannot or don't want to do it alone. This is a great opportunity to collaborate. What are the things you cannot offer to your clients but might be of additional value? Think about that when thinking about who to collaborate with. When I think I want to collaborate with someone, for example, I make sure I take small steps to test each other, to see if it's a good fit from both sides and to see how the other person works and what the person knows. Here are the steps I'm doing before I'm collaborating with, uh, on a bigger project, actually. So first, I, of course, have a chat with the person. Um, if I can, I use their products and services to see if they um, are at the standard that I offer my clients, at least. <laughs> um, then usually I do a LinkedIn Live with a person um, that will also introduce them to my network. Um, maybe I do a webinar on my uh, Creative Startup Academy community for my close community. Um, I might do some podcast episodes, like the one that you're listening to now. And then I, we can look into further projects, like maybe creating an online course together, maybe writing a book together, or some live training that we want to do together. But where do you find the people that you collaborate with? Now, well, check out some groups that you belong to. Are you part of any Facebook, LinkedIn groups, or anything like that? That's a good place to start. And also your existing network. Who do you know that seems to be a good fit to work with? and collaborate with. Which network groups are you part of actually? And these groups are usually a good start to meet people and get to know them better before you even start any projects with them. And of course you can just check out LinkedIn or anything like that um, where you under other um, online platforms where you can find people that um, fit the profile that you created for the people that you would like to collaborate with. And of course, um, one of the best ways is to get recommendations by people who 
do they know in a certain area that they can recommend. So for this, obviously, we should have a good plan in place and uh, know exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. Now, if you would like to build your own community, then I would look into a few things. Start by exploring what you would actually like out of a community. Why would you join a community? And this should be a starting point for creating community as well. And the community is really your supportive network. And it's very important for your journey as a startup. And not just yours, also the other people that will join. That's why communities are important. That's why people join communities to have a support network, a safe area to discuss things, to bounce ideas off each other. And in the end, we all go through similar challenges in our startup life. And you don't have to go it all alone. And then, even in your network, you can create projects maybe together with people from your own community that you created. And once you are clearly communicating your values and what the community is all about, you automatically attract people with similar values. However, be aware that what you are communicating is also what you have to live. Okay, you always have to deliver what you promise. <laughs> so why do you want to join communities? Probably um, also you want people that are like-minded, like you, to join your community. And that's also why you join communities, that you have similar values and you can learn from each other. You also, of course, want active people that are in your community. So members that obviously engage, comment, post, give something to the community. Maybe you can even find a co-creator, co-contributor to your community. Again, you don't have to do it all alone. Think maybe about having a community manager and outsourcing that. Um, someone that uh, does all the posts and leads engagements for you. And um, because that can really help you. A community is work. And you need to commit to it and inspire others to join and engage. And ensure, of course, that you're communicating a code of conduct and the rules for the community and what you expect from people that join and what they can expect from you, really. And what can you do in a community? Make sure you have a plan. What do you post? What do you communicate? Um, tell your members about it as well so they can get excited and know what to expect from it. But make sure you always give value. Maybe ask some questions to create discussions, connect people with each other. The better you know your members, the more you can benefit, the more they can benefit and you can connect them with each other. And make sure you, can, you also give this permission that they can contribute within the rules, of course. In general, it's a good idea to have a mix of um, doing some lives, video, reading and things like that. Now, there's different kind of tools that you can use, obviously, to create um, content and to create, actually, uh, community platforms. And um, they, if you just search for uh, community platforms of the year that you're listening to this, you will probably find a list of things. Also, I, I included some of that in the book, um, Authentic Marketing. And the same with the content creation. I mean, I use Canva.com for everything. However, there's other ones. And you might have to think about um, an email system. Depending on which platform you're using, um, you might need a notification system. 
Well, that was part three of the authentic marketing, where we talked a bit about how to build communities and their supportive network. In the next and therefore last episode, it's part four, where we're talking actually about marketing activities. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.